listening to Committed to Christ. This is our first official podcast. Hello, I am your host, Greg Craywick, along with my wife, Kelly. We hope you all are having a great day. And today we would like to talk to you about perseverance. I'm going to be reading from John chapter 15, verses, verse 16. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So the first thing I hear there is, um, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. Mm-hmm. And that's God talking about us. Right. And that's huge. Because sometimes you feel so insignificant. Yes. Like the things that you're doing are of no purpose, no value. And you're questioning, what is my purpose? What am I doing? What is my purpose? I think it's the mountain and valley. Yes. Effect. Yes. Yeah. And God says we shouldn't always want to be on the mountain. We should be able to trust him through the valley. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, we were talking earlier about... Uh, us moving to South Carolina. Right. And how um, that was all God. Yes. And you're on this mountain because you're like, oh, yay, we're going to move and it's all going to be great and we're going to have this beautiful weather. We're going to make it our home. We're going to be with our daughter. Right. Or, you know, we maybe have our grandkids. We're going to do all this stuff. And (laughs) then you get here. And is it reality? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and, 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 you know, like I had mentioned earlier before we started to record, it took me a long time to realize that we are missionaries. And when we moved here, I basically set up shop. I mean, this was like our our new permanent home. And, you know, I was made lots of bad decisions, bad choices. Um, we won't go into detail, but... It just, it was just like things. Well, and they weren't necessarily bad. Well, they okay. were just not, we didn't pray about it first. We didn't pray about it a lot of things. God's... It was like, wow, we're here, right. you know, cool. I mean, right. this is new. It's exciting. It's we beautiful. We better buy a huge house because we'll have family coming to visit yeah, us and we'll I mean, somewhere to stay. Exactly. And then nobody ever came, but that's it's okay. Years. It's been <laughs> But that's okay. I mean, it's, you know, um, yeah. And, and it was just like, and I really. okay because I'm going to fill the house with animals. <laughs> I'll just throw that out there. Um, Two dogs. No, no, we're good. We're good there. We don't don't need any more. And please, nobody drop off their animals (laughs) to our house. We're fine. We have plenty. But no, I mean, just getting back to it, it's like I I looked at everything in the wrong way. And and I I wasn't looking at it through what the Lord wanted us to do here. You know, why I was here. If, why we were here. Right. I mean, I I, right. I was going to come here and start a business. And I mean, this was just like our new home. And slowly things started to not work out the way I thought they were going to. Like I said, I, you know, I, I shuffled some things around here and there. And it just seemed like every, every choice that I tried to make or I made was to the, try the right choice you tried to make. I, yeah, right. I tried to make it. And it was just ended up being the wrong one. Yeah. Um, and it was just it was very frustrating. And then the Lord just revealed to me, this is not your home. You're a missionary here. Right. I, I brought you here to use you. 
don't set don't don't make this a permanent situation right and i guess what that means um is that we need to hold on just kind of loosely right to things and don't get so um planted or locked down that we never move again and i don't mean physically move but move with the lord right right um well i i was that yeah, i was reading in a, in a devotion my oswald chambers mm-hmm. And uh, part of the thing he said is we have no right to judge where we should be put or to have preconceived notions as to what God's fitting us for. God engineers everything wherever he puts us. Our one great aim is to pour out a wholehearted devotion to him in that particular work. So, yeah, yeah, we're we're supposed to do what he wants us to do. Pray about it. Do what he wants us to do wholeheartedly and not try to figure out where he wants us to be, Mm -hmm. um, in the ministry, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and sometimes you, you, like, I know when we first got here, we really felt like we had a focus, Mm -hmm. you know, and everything seemed to just fall into place and then it it didn't work out. And you think, okay, was that wrong? Yeah. Like it fell into place when we decided to make the move. Right. And that's where I, I I didn't, I don't want to say I stopped communicating with the Lord because I didn't. Well, I stopped listening, I guess. I, I mean, it was like, okay. Well, I got this now, God. I got, yeah. Okay, yeah. You, you, you asked us to move. And it, by the way, it took me a year, a year to decide to finally say yes to the Lord. And once I did, every, I mean, everything fell into place. Right. We didn't even have to list our house. Right, right. Uh, and, it, and it was a hard it decision. Was just, it because, was very hard you know, because you family all my family, yep, all my family know. was up there. Right. And you know, the funny thing is. We had friends. I never realized I got to say, I never realized, um, when I moved here, the difference that it, that it would be because God, it was a God thing. And God, you know, we'll talk about this sometime too, about how God will put people in and out of your life. And, you know, I had a life, I had friends, I had a job, I had everything I knew, everything from, you know, people that I knew from school, people mm-hmm. that I knew from, you know, ever, and, and then we moved here and we have no network. Right. There's not, there's not that friend thing anymore. And and we thought that when we moved here, it was going to be more for family than anything else. Cause our family had relocated to this area first. Well, our daughter, I mean, it was my your, parents, your parents, but, but my, our daughter was here. Your brother. I think, and, yeah. I mean, everybody's like, so everybody we did started family, coming. But, and but like, I think the big draw, the main purpose is when our daughter got married. Sure. And we thought, okay, she marries someone from South Carolina. She's not coming back. Right. You know, and, and obviously, you know, we want to be a part of her life. Mm-hmm. And so we, that's what we were thinking in our head. Yep. And that's not what God had no, in mind at all. No, that's not what the Lord had in mind at all. It's nice that our family is here, but he has confirmed to us that he is going to use us well, in, and even at times pulled us away from the, from the family, from that's, the family here. that's here, he disconnected sure. us, even, right. even though we're in the same little area, five minutes from your mom, right. And 30 minutes from a daughter, mm-hmm. but he still disconnected us. It's still not any closer than it was no. when we were right. 700, miles, 700 away. miles away. And, and, and what we mean by that is he's using us in the ministry here. Um, and we're very grateful for that. Um, as recent, uh, recent, uh, events, we have transitioned from, from one church into another one where it's a new church plant. And, um, and the Lord has confirmed to us yet again, that he's going to use us in this new church plant. Um, 
and and we know kind of know in the back of our minds that um we probably will someday be moving well because on. we feel that stirring we, we, you, you yeah, feel we, that you feel that right. stirring. You, and and that's was part of the devotion too about how we might think that we know what god is going to do with us exactly but he doesn't reveal that to us. And that's where... And we want to see it. We want to know what the right. end is. And that's where the whole perseverance thing comes right. in because you get frustrated. Yes. You know, it's like... Yes. I mean, what are we doing right now? You're working at a job. I'm not working right. for the first time in, right. I don't since we had foster kids 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm homeschooling my son, which is a whole nother, whole nother story. You're doing a great job. But it's God because I would not be doing that. Right. You know, that is not right. Because really, we're very selfish people. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are. I mean, I've always loved cars and yeah. I had we just keep. Yes. And right. I've, I've had so many nice ones. And right. now I'm driving a right. soccer mom. Yes, you car, are. But everything but the sticker. on the It still window. works. It's dead. So, yes, it still works. If we had it our way, we'd both be working and driving I'd be driving a little sporty BMW. Well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but we're not there. We're past all that, which is another God thing. Because really, it doesn't matter to us. Right. Anymore. So now, so now you get to that point where you're asking God, "What is my purpose? Mm-hmm. What in the world mm-hmm. am I doing here?" Exactly. I don't talk to anybody. I don't have the connections that I had. Right. I. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, you just you just put your hands up and, and you don't know. Right. And I think a lot of times, like we'd spoken earlier, the Lord is using, the Lord may be using us or, or you folks, if you're listening, um, if anybody's listening, <laughs> <laughs> and you may not even realize it. Um, I, I just want to encourage you to stay in it. You know, don't quit. Don't give up. And we have to encourage each other. Uh, Kelly and I have to encourage each other. You know, I mean, if I have a bad day at work and I come home and, and, and she encourages me. And if she's having a bad day, I encourage her. And if we're both having a bad day, we come and do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. So here, I was just looking through my notes again and I found another, another thing that, okay, mm-hmm. I have to allow God to take me to the end of my self-sufficiency. He does not discuss his purpose with me. It does not matter what abilities we have, but what abilities God puts in us. Sure. And that's the other thing, yeah. Because you know, it's the 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 going from working a job where I felt like people came to me with questions and I could answer them and I could do things for people and I I loved you know that that mm-hmm. it was stressful. But but I look back and of course now I'm thinking I what in the world did I? But 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 now I have now nobody comes to me. Right. You know nobody. But I'm taking time more time to read my Bible and 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 pray and try to and isn't it funny how we like we've grown in the ministry when and two years ago when we moved we had no desire to be i mean the last thing i ever wanted to be i shouldn't say the last thing i ever wanted you know, to be it wasn't even on your radar but it wasn't i mean now i have strong a strong desire to be full-time in the ministry right that's never been on right. my mind before at all Right. Um, I remember distinctly one time when I, when we still lived up North and I was, I had a service vehicle that I drove for my job and the Lord was, and I was on my way to the office. The Lord was just really, really dealing with me about 
moving and giving him my whole life, not just part of it, but like everything. Um, I mean, everything. And I just remember saying out loud, Lord, you know, what do you want from me? I mean, can I give you everything? it, It was along the lines of, what if you wanted me to be a pastor? Could I do that? Right. Would I do that? And I mean, I really had to sit there and think about that. But but when you were doing that, now now where we are two years later, did you even realize what exactly that meant? No. Because I think um, I think maybe this time has been a time where God has shown us that there is so much more that we. So much, so much more of ourselves that we need to give him. Yes, you know, because it, 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 the the stuff, the things, that's one thing. But but who we are, right? The person that we are, the hurts that come, and the way we have to handle them when they hit us, mm-hmm. the things that people say that we have to just walk away from, sure. that we can't let bother us anymore, that mm-hmm. we have to know we're going to be offended, right? You know, because. Oh my gosh, just decide that you're going to give God everything yep. and watch what happens. Watch it's, the it's amazing because stuff like physical stuff, junk yeah. means nothing. It's junk. It's nothing. It means it is, it is, it means nothing anymore. Right. And, and I just hate it. You know, when I look around in my garage and I look around, I mean, we're blessed, right? We have a lot of stuff, just stuff to get rid of, but it's just, yeah, it's exactly, that's it. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I, I just hate everything. I want it to go away. You know, I just live out of my car or something. You well, because I mean? it would be easier. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Then and, and 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 but that wasn't always the case. It wasn't even when I was younger. It was like, oh yeah, there. You know, I want, I need more, I need more, I, I need more. This, I yeah, got I got that. that. Yeah. yeah. But now, I mean, how he's worked on us since we've been here, it's the whole perseverance thing. You know, we haven't given up. We've we've stayed in it. We've stayed in the fight, and and it's been tough. And and we just want to encourage you all to to do the same. Um, you may be facing situations today where you feel like the Lord's not hearing your prayers and, right. and, and attacks come from all attack, over. And it's not oh, it, like, like, like I was saying, it's not always just stuff. It's not all, it's, it's, it's friends. It's family, family. It's, it's family. It's, it's family church people. <laughs> it's, it's pastors. Sure. It's everybody. Yeah. You, it, you know, you'd be you, surprised where, where they come the attacks from. come from. Sure. And what, and sometimes you stop. I mean, I, I've had situations where I just stop and I think, okay, God, right. What in the world? If we're all worshiping the same Jesus, why in the world is this happening? Right. Yes. Right. Amen. But we know that we're all a part of the body of Christ, that mm-hmm. he needs the hand as much as he needs the foot. Sure. And that he moves people. Right. And sometimes you're the hand and sometimes you're going to be the foot. And like our, our, our pastor, David Carter says, sometimes God does things that are unethical. Yes, he does. And which was, was really that I will never forget that. Right. Because when I, when I, we were going, it it, it just doesn't make sense. Right. Just no. When we were going through a situation and I, I kind of went to him and talked to him about the situation and, and how things happened and how I didn't think it was right the way things happened. Um, because we want to go back and fix it. We want to fix things. Right. We want and, to go back and, and say, wait a minute, this sometimes the Lord just right. wants to just sever that thing, man. Just cut it. And, and it's like he just plucked us out of a situation. And that's when, that's when Pastor David said, yeah. sometimes God does unethical things. 
Right. And you it's know? so hard. It, it really it's is unethical hard to figure out. to us, not to him. Well, there's a purpose sure. behind everything. Everything he does is with his purpose in mind. And mm-hmm. it's with his goal for us in mind. Yes. Even though we don't know what it is. So regardless of whether we think what he's doing is right or wrong, mm-hmm. or it's being done the right way, that's why... That's why he asks us to pray because our common sense is not what we should be listening to. No. That's what got us into it. You know, like you were talking and the, the decisions that you bad, made, just using your common and... sense. Well, this makes sense. We should do this. Right. And then you look back and think, well, that was really dumb. Right. That was why dumb. Why did I do that? I... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it just goes, it goes into so many things. I mean, so, just things you say, things you do, places you go. Mm-hmm. You know, it constantly, right. you know, the devil is constantly coming after you, trying to tell you that you don't, you're not worthy. You're not supposed to be doing this. Yes, exactly. You're not qualified to do this. Right. You know, so I just got to share this. This is a funny little story for, for you all are the, one of the first situations that happened to us happened to me. Um, when we moved here is, the boat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bought just a little John boat yeah. um, because we live really, really close to a lake. And my son and I decided we wanted to go out and fish. And you got this time now. So you and I had, I had time because I hadn't, you know, we had just moved here. We were living with my, uh, with Kelly's parents and I hadn't found a job yet. I said I was going to start my own company and that was taking some time. And we decided to just kind of take a month off and just kind of, you know, hang out, relax, get to know the area, enjoy our free time. Anyway, so I bought a little boat and the first... <laughs> The, the first thing that happened on the way home is it fell off the hitch on our van. <laughs> yeah. But the good thing about it was it fell off the hitch on the van right around the corner from where we were taking it to my in-laws. I mean, we drove an hour to go get this thing down. Right. down um, A busy road. Uh, yeah, yeah, Interstate 85 where people are right. going 70, 80 miles an hour and there's bumps everywhere. And this thing stayed on. Thank God. Right. Thank you, Jesus. It stayed on. Um, and it only had one chain on the trailer. Normally trailers have two chains. This only had one. So anyway, so we get it home and, and, um, we get it back, you know, back on the van. We take it down to the lake and start the motor up and everything's cool. And, and, and our son, my son and and myself decide to start heading out across the lake. And, uh, we, we get about halfway across the lake and I turn around and look and there's about six inches of water in the back of this boat. (laughs) So, so I turn around and head back to the shore. We get it up. Thank goodness. We, we got there in time before it it was totally full of water. We get it back up on the trailer and I'm looking and the plugs in the boat. I'm thinking, why is this thing full of water? It's got a hole in it. It's got several holes in it. The whole bottom of the, I never looked. The whole bottom of the boat looks like it was drugged down a, ra- a gravel road. And oh my goodness, I was, I thought, oh, I thought everybody down here would be honest. Well, you know? well because you hear about, you know, the South <laughs> so, and how they're, they're, they're the su- sweet Southern people. And yes. Yeah. It's the Bible Belt. Right. The Bible Belt. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> um, so. Yeah, so I bought a boat with a hole in it. I mean, it's a funny story. And and actually, um, I fixed it with that Flex Seal stuff, that rubber yeah. stuff in a can. And actually, it worked. I fixed it. And so, the common sense thing was that you bought the boat. You're, you, you, would, you did it with all these good intentions that you were going to take And the man that I bought it from said he put it in the water. Yeah. He inherited yep. it somehow. And, through, and it was fine. It was Everything was good. I called him back. 
Never answer the phone. Of course not. He's, you know, yeah. can't he find him anymore. So he sold the boat He got rid of the boat. Yeah. He got the money and it's right. your problem. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that's just a funny story about... Well, he may not have known that it had a hole in it. He may have never taken it out. He just probably started the engine and knew that it ran. We'll go with that. Right? Let's just go with that. Well, <laughs> anyway, it's water under the bridge. So under the boat. Under the boat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so... Well, yeah, so um, is there anything else you'd like to say, I mean, about perseverance and, and just want to encourage folks to just hang in there and, and God knows where you're at. He knows what you're going through. And, um, and something I wrote, um, Satan uses our inabilities to convince us that we are not worthy, that we cannot possibly be used. And yet that is exactly why we are we can and we are used by God. So, and this goes in so many areas, like, you know, um, and I think that's something that we need to remember when we're trying to figure out what our purpose is or, mm-hmm. or just, you know, persevering right. is that God is using us. It's not our job to figure out what he's going to use us for. Right. We just need to be willing right. and pray. When you're going through the, the, the drudgery of every yes. day. Yes, that's and, when the prayers and, are yeah. so important, and they're so hard to pray. Right. Because you don't know. Sometimes you don't even know what to pray. Mm-hmm. You know that's yeah. you know that's when you get how on many your times face. when right when we go to prayer uh, as a family, I don't even know what to say. Right. I just it's I just, just don't. No. And and uh, sometimes you go you go through a season of listening. You need to just listen. And sometimes you don't hear anything. And some right. It's just peace. Right. Yeah. It doesn't mean that God's left you. It's it's. That is complete trust. Right. When right. It's the testing you, of our faith. Right. When you just stop and, and mm-hmm. you trust God. and Because, I, I mean, well, let's talk about that for a minute. I mean, we've already explained kind of how, I mean, we're not, I wouldn't say that our situation is stale right. by any means. Right. But it's like we're waiting for this huge breakthrough. And, and actually, I think Oswald Chambers has wrote about that, too. You know, a lot of Christians are waiting for this huge thing to just happen, and it's and and the Lord's not like that. I mean, right. it's the little things day by day by day, and I just um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Well, I was just thinking when you were saying <laughs> it'll that, come back though. My train was, goes around the tracks. <laughs> it's coming back around. I, I was thinking when you were saying that. You know, the struggle for me is. Um, how old am I going to be before <laughs> something happens? You know, I mean, that's, and, yeah, and, that's and I the going. sad part is I waited this long, mm-hmm. you know, to, to really say, okay, Lord. Right. You know, I lived for myself for oh, so long. See, my train came yeah. back around now. Right. The testing of our faith, how easy it, it would be for me, myself, mm-hmm. to move my faith right. because I don't see anything happening here. I've right. been, you know, there's situations that have happened where I haven't, listen to the Lord when I should have, right. and I go off and I do something else. And then I come back crying saying, Oh God, why, why did this happen? And he says, well, I never asked you to do that. Right. Actually, I told to you not to do it. Yeah. I mean, we're trying to yes. constantly move forward yes. and do something. And when the Lord says, just wait, let me. So this is good because I think we just talked about that before we even started the podcast we did. about what are we going to do? We got to figure out something because nothing's happening. Right. You know, and really, if you look back, God, you know, just like you, we need to look back, Mm -hmm. not, not look back and wish for something else, but realize what God has done so far and where he's brought us in this amount of time. Right. 
you know, because back when we were in Michigan, you know, we were praying that God would put us in a situation where I would be able to homeschool Aaron. Yeah. Now, how long have we been praying for that? Years? Years. I, I think mean, it was, yeah, since he was in like second or second grade mm-hmm. and he went through second and third grade and then we moved here. Right. And he went through a few months of fourth grade here mm-hmm. and, and I was able, because I was working from home, I was able to, right. to homeschool. Right. It and it's been, and, and it, you know, it's a totally different struggle. It's a new set of problems, but I wouldn't trade those problems mm-hmm. for the problems that I could be having. Right. You know, so I'm, I'm so thankful. I mean, that was an answer to prayer, mm-hmm. you know? And then, then you think moving here was an answer to prayer, but then you're here and you're thinking, where's my niche? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Yankee. I'm from the Midwest. <laughs> what am I doing yeah. in South Carolina? Yeah. I'm not a fan of sweet tea. No. <laughs> Grits, sweet tea. Oh, but we love, but, but you know what? I love it. Right. I do love being here. I love the people. I love the, 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 the scenery. It's beautiful. Yeah. The mountains, it's warm right. a lot. Right. Um, you know, the one thing I don't like, well, there's a few things I don't like, yeah. but, you know, snakes, fire ants, and, you know, black little spiders, I don't like those very much, but no. we don't have to deal no. with those very often. So, right. but anyway, so yeah, again, <clears throat> be encouraged. Yes. Stay in the fight. Yes. Don't give up. Right. The Lord there knows. There is a purpose. There is a purpose for, yes. for you and the ministry that you have. You may just have a small little ministry, or you may have a huge ministry and you're, you're wondering what's, you know, where it's at and and where it's going. And I just want to encourage you just to stay in it. Keep your faith in the Lord, keep your faith in, in, in what he's done for you. Right. You don't know the people that your lives that you're touching that you may, you may never know the lives that you're touching. Right. You know, we've talked about that people that have come into our lives Mm -hmm. and we're still learning things from them. You know, we're still looking at them and thinking, wow, right. you know, uh, and they don't that even know true. the impact that they've had. That's true. And that's what we have to remember too. You know, hopefully I, I don't run into that many people because <laughs> <laughs> you work. Hopefully I'm making an impact on somebody. Uh, yes, you know you what are. I mean though? That's, that's what it's all about is mm-hmm. that God is using you every day Yes. in the little things. Right. Well, why don't we, why don't we have a, a, a quick prayer here for, for everyone that's listening and then um, we'll close out the, the podcast. Lord, we just come to you right now in the name of Jesus and I just pray, we pray, Kelly and I pray together for those ministries out there, for the, for the person out there that yes, is Lord. just struggling today to know what's going on. Um, you know, when we live this life of faith, I mean, we, we're, we're giving you everything. And sometimes we can't see our hand in front of our own face when we're walking by faith. But you know exactly where we are. You know what's going on and you're on the throne and you have got a plan for us. Yes. So I just pray, Father, that you would you would just protect the hearts and the minds of your children that are struggling today and that you would just renew and give them a new vision, Father, of, of what you've got planned for them. And we, we ask it all in the name of Jesus. Yes. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. And thank you so much for listening. This is our first, again, our first official podcast. And, um, we just want to say thank you and we'll be talking to you soon.